Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Today, what I want to talk about, I'm actually going to talk about, um, you know, knowing yourself, getting to know yourself, you know, let's date yourself, getting to know yourself better. 
okay? Because a lot of us, we pay so much attention trying to know other people that we really don't even know ourselves. And I feel like if we can know ourselves, then I think, I think, I think, I think, I think, I think, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. Um, I was about to go into the 69 boys. You guys remember the 69 boys? Group from Florida? Anyways, um, <laughs> um, when you know who you are, then I think you put yourself in a better situation. When you know who you are, what you have, and what you can do, then you know what you're not, okay? And I think it'll lessen the tests, the trials, and the temptations that we go through, okay? So I want you guys to play along with me now, okay? So I'm like, if you are tuned in, I'm telling you, I want you tuned in because I'm going to propose a question and I'm going to answer it myself because, hey, you know what? I'm going to throw myself out there first, okay? And then I want you guys to follow me behind me, okay? Don't leave me out there by myself, okay? We're a team, right? We're a team, team of champions. So, all right, the first question, the first question, okay? Again, the topic is getting to know yourself better, okay? All right, I'm going to dive into a little bit of family. Okay, here's a family question. What were your favorite family traditions? Okay, what were your fam your uh, favorite family traditions or some of your family traditions? Now, for me, growing up, um, every Sunday, every Sunday, um, we used to go over to my grandmother's house. And uh, my granddad, he was a mechanic. And uh, I'm from LaGrange, LaGrange, Georgia. For all those who don't know, I reside uh, in Atlanta. It's like I've been in Atlanta all my life, so to speak. Went to school at Fort Valley State. Really never left the state of Georgia until I got drafted in the NFL. But I'm originally uh, from LaGrange, Georgia, which is about an hour and 15 minutes southwest of Atlanta. 85 South. 85 South. Um, so my granddad was a mechanic and he worked in Atlanta uh, during the week, Monday through um, Friday. And then he would come to LaGrange uh, on the weekends. Um, and uh, on Sundays, we had a real big meal, real big meal, like real big family meal. I'm like, everybody would just come to my grandmother's house. And, you know, we had a big bowls of green beans and the big bowls of mashed potatoes and, you know, the, the plates full of cornbread muffins and, you know, uh, just pass it around. And if you couldn't sit at the table, you know, you grab your plate and you went into the living room or what have you. But, you know, we were all there. You know, and I, that was just one thing that I always loved. It was all about family. So I want to propose that question to you guys, okay? Somebody, you know, jump in. Let us know. Let us know a little bit about yourself, okay? I just told you guys a little bit about myself, all right? So you guys know me better. I know myself better, all right? So I love family. So what were some of your family traditions? Somebody talk to me. Talk to me. Who we got, Christina? All right, Tyrone. I will tell you that that mine uh, was Sundays as well. <laughs> so I'll share mine before I go to somebody else. Um, Sundays was mine as well, and my mom still cooks Sunday dinner to this day. Like literally, she still cooks a lot of food on Sundays. Everybody still goes on over there on Sundays, and then after they eat dinner, they go sit on the porch. I'm from a small country town in uh, South Carolina, Georgetown, South Carolina, and they still do that to this day. So. Nothing changed. Um, okay, so who else would like to speak? 
who we got? Come on, flash in, people. Flash in. Tell us. Talk to us. Talk to everybody. Flash your mic if you would like to chime in. The question was or is what were your favorite family traditions? What were your favorite tra family traditions? So if anyone, Tangie, I see you, go ahead. Hello, I love this. Family is so very vitally important. And hi, um, Tyrone too, as well. All those that are on the stage this morning. So for me, I grew up in a pretty large family. I have four sisters and a brother. And so on morning, uh, my, my father, he was a pastor and my mother, um, they would, my dad would always have to read the story of the birth of Christ before we opened up our gifts. So there would be a massive amount of gifts and all of us are waiting, but my mom would get up and she would be mocking the story. So she would be like pregnant and, and we would be cracking up and everyone's laughing. And so, um, but we couldn't do it until, you know, the story of, of the birth of Christ was read and then we can open up our gifts. And so that was always so comical and fun to see my parents um, sort of doing it together and all of the kids just around the Christmas tree. Such a wonderful holiday moment. Thank you so much, Christina, for allowing me to share. Absolutely. Tyrone? That's awesome. 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 And again, you know, it's, it's like so many times we are chasing chasing things you know chasing things and you know money and um uh all kinds of, of of whatever material things and you know the old saying is uh sometimes you have to slow down and 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 smell the roses you know and i think some of us are so like you know if it's not talking about chasing money and and how to build 10 things uh 10 ways but then we get lost we get lost man i'm like there's so many people who are chasing things and they're really not happy they're really not happy because they don't know who they are they don't know who they are and they get their they, they find their identity in things and places and you know that's not the way to live so that's why i want to kind of like change it up man change it up okay let's find who you are and if you can love yourself man i'm like that's the most beautiful thing I'm like, you don't need places, you don't need things, you don't need people to a point. You love yourself, but if you love yourself, then you can love on other people and help them, okay? So yeah, we're gonna keep this thing going to another question, all right? Unless we got somebody else. Anybody else want to chime in? Chime in on that question. What were some of your family traditions? Come on, people. I know you grew up with families. You. I see Yolanda flashing, Tyrone. Hey, Yolanda. Good morning, Breakfast with Champions. Wow, yes, yes. family, without family, where would I be? And my mother and father, we always had Sunday dinner, but the first thing we did on Sunday was to kneel down and have prayer. And with that, after that, we would have my father's famous home fried potatoes with eggs over easy. And I'm telling you, we had, I had this up until age 19 when I finally left home. And I miss that tradition because on Sunday mornings now I have to make that breakfast. Another one is birthdays. We celebrate birthdays. I am the youngest of four. I have two older siblings and we have a lot of kids, grown, great-grandchildren, grandchildren, and we celebrate 
each and every one of these children. Um, we also go on trips. We haven't done it since COVID and planning one here shortly, but those are some of the things that we do still as a family. I just had a wonderful holiday weekend with my family. And I don't always post it because, you know, because of their privacy and things that they want, but trust me, I love my family. I'm grateful for the traditions that we have and we continue to still have with one another. And I'm grateful for this room and thank you. And I am yielding my mic. Oh, that is awesome. And that's why I started with family, everybody. That's why my first question was family, because I'm like, without the family, the foundation, that's, you know, it's like nothing we build will stand. I'm like, you're always going to have to come back to family. You always got to have that, that, that undergirding, that thing that's going to solidify you. Okay, so moving on. Here we go. Still sticking with family, okay? Still sticking with family, but we're going to turn it up a little bit. What is the best advice a family member gave you growing up? What? is the best advice a family member gave you growing up all right so the best advice that i uh, received from my family um is never forget where you come from never forget where you come from so many times you know we again we're so caught up in this fast-paced life and sometimes when we do become successful you know people forget they forget but uh, never forget where you come from. I think it keeps you humble. I know with me, you know, growing up, growing up with lack, uh, shoot, I remember when it, you know, I used to hate basically when it rained because when it rained, you know, uh, the roof would leak and we got buckets, um, um, catching water. And, um, you know, I'm like, it was, we only had one room, so to speak, um, that had heat in it. So uh, when wintertime would happen, I'm like, we all in one room closing up the doors and, um, you know, putting that big uh, whatever blanket or sheet or whatever up under the door to keep that cold draft from, from, from coming in. So, but you know what? We all had love, even though I'm the only child, uh, my mom and dad, but, um, you know, I grew up with my mom and dad. My dad passed in 05. So, uh, again, I'm sharing a little bit of you guys with myself because I know myself. I know who I am. I know what I have. I know what I can do. So that's why I think I praise God that I'm able to do what I'm doing because I know who I am. Okay. But the best advice I got was never forget where you come from. So when I look back on my life, it keeps me humble. So no matter where I go, uh, how how I go, um, how low things look in life, I always know that, hey, I can make it. I can make it. Okay. I look back on my life and I basically say, hey, you know what? It's a photo album. Look back on it and see where you come from. See what you overcame. The love, the, 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 the tenacity. You know what? You did it then. You can do it now. So that's what advice I got. Never forget where you come from. And, uh, what we got, Christine? You got anything you want to add? And anybody, come on, let's get the mic flashing and let's continue to put this out there. Like I said, people, this is going to help you. Okay, money, yeah, money uh, can be good for you. Uh, a big house can be good for you. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, you mark my words and you go ask anybody. When the school of life comes to test you, comes to, to try you, Come to give you temptations, okay? It don't test to see how big your biceps are. It don't 
come to test and see how many uh, butt push-ups you've been doing to make your butt big. No, it comes to test who are you. And that's why a lot of us are failing because we don't know who we are. Okay, and we go around searching for the wrong things in the wrong places, all right, the wrong people. But if you know who you are, I'm telling you, life can bring all the tests, all the trials, all the temptations that it wants. Okay, yeah, you don't like it, but you're gonna end up coming out of it not smelling like smoke. Okay, so again, hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. The question is, what is the best advice a family member gave you growing up? Come on now, who are you? Let's learn a little bit about yourself. All right, I see Mary Lynn on mic. Go ahead, Mary Lynn. Well, I was just going to say, honestly, nobody gave me any advice when I was younger. Um, they told me a lot of no's. So I turned that around, and when my son was growing up, I gave him a lot of yeses. He was allowed to try anything, but you couldn't quit. So if he wanted to try football, great, and he did. Couldn't quit. Wanted to venture out and try violin. I didn't care, but you had to see it to the end. So that would be... I took something away from my childhood and turned it into a positive, and that's my advice is try anything and everything, but never quit. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it. Christine, you got anything, or what do you, would you want to add to it? Yeah, absolutely. So the advice that I have, my dad gave to me. My dad passed away in 2008, but I always remember him saying that, um, you know, help people that, that help themselves. So I am a servant leader at heart. I love to help people. Uh, but he always said that you help people that help themselves. Don't get worn out. Don't get burned out trying to help people. And they are not helping themselves. Um, and so that always stuck with me. Uh, like I said, I love to help people, but I don't like to be used. So I uh, help people that help themselves. That's what I got. All right. Anybody else? Anybody else want to jump in? We only got a few more minutes Hi, left, so you better get in. I have something. Hey, Robin. Hi, good morning. My grandma paid the most into my life in positive, and one of the positives that she gave me was never letting me complain. <laughs> um, she turned everything around. That was the great advice. With that, in my 20s, when I was complaining because I got married at a very young age and it was really hard, um, she told me that these are my best years and I needed to enjoy them. And she said that positively. Um, what I've made that into is what we now call the dash, you know, the, the year between the years between um, when I started and when I end and my journey. And so I'm really, really thankful for the positive that she paid into me that's lasted 62 years. I am done. Thank you. All right. All right. All right. Hey, hey, what's up, Tyrone? It kind of goes with what you said is never forget where you came from. But my mom always told me before she passed about a year ago, she told me to always be my authentic self. Because I used to always ask my mom, well, mom, well, how should I be? How should I be as a Christian? How should I be as a person? 
how should I be in, in this in the societal in this political world where where they want to label you? She says, always be your authentic self, and whoever will, uh, really loves you will always continue to be there for you. This is AJ. I'm signing out. All right, all right, all right. Awesome. All right, here we go. Let's get out the family a little bit. Now let's talk a little bit more about ourselves. We're gonna still, you know, opportunity to know who we are, but um, I want to know who was your first celebrity crush? Who was your first celebrity crush? Oh man, uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of guys gonna agree with me on this one here, man. Uh, I definitely want to hear what the women, uh, your celebrity crush. Uh, <laughs> Uh, definitely, but I'm like, my first celebrity crush was uh, Halle Berry. I'm like, um, I think probably every man uh, probably had Halle Berry, but I remember seeing her play in the movie The Last Boy Scout, um, and she was like a exotic dancer. <laughs> but I'm like, hey, I'm like, you know, I'm like, wow. And then, you know, of course, she's a great actress. She's a great, she's a great actress, uh, but I'm like, wow. Uh, you know, yeah, that was that was my first celebrity uh, crush, um, and uh, of course she played in many many uh, great movies and and everything like that. But uh, uh, for me, my first celebrity crush was Halle Berry. So, um, oh man, yeah. So you guys knowing too much about me, probably. <laughs> but hey, that's what it's all about. That's what today's show is all about: knowing yourself. All right, getting to know yourself. So, who wants to share? Who was your first celebrity crush? I see Yesum. Go ahead, Mary Lynn, and then Yesum. Uh, Mary Lynn, I, I forget you're calling people's name. I was just jumping in. Mine was Sean Cassidy, and that tells you a lot about me and Andy Gibb because I am that old and I am that disco. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Oh, I don't know if you would know the French actor, uh, Pierre Cassot. He was my first um, celebrity crush because I am very romantic and um, yeah, this romantic movie with him and Sophie Marceau had left a big impression on me. Mm. Wow, good, good, good. Um, Christina, you got to tell us who was your first celebrity <laughs> crush. Okay, so, okay, so Key Sweat, okay, Key Sweat growing up uh, there's a right and a wrong way to love somebody that music oh my god so yes that would be that would be him okay that music growing up so yeah keep sweat <laughs> keep sweat keep sweat the man keep sweat brought a lot of babies into this world oh, Lord. um help bring a lot of babies oh, into this world. i'll jump in listen my, my celebrity crush back then and still is right now bro is janet jackson then and now control yes sir hey man janet jackson if you're nasty <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right all right so all right um all right uh what was the first heartbreak and what happened okay what was your first heartbreak and what happened all right, I'm gonna share a little bit of you guys, my first heartbreak, okay? Don't nobody really know this stuff I'm telling you guys today, all right? Um, my first heartbreak uh, happened to me in high school, okay? Uh, there was a girl that, um, you know, I really didn't have a girlfriend, but we kind of were talking on a regular basis. So um, I didn't have a car or anything like that, you know, kind of, you know, we didn't have a lot of money. So all my, 
movement happen with my feet <laughs> or either on a bicycle. Uh, so uh, this particular um, uh, day, I'm actually walking, uh, and she didn't live that far from me, and I'm walking over to her house. Um, you know, her dad worked and everything. It was just her and her dad. And uh, so, um, you know, we would kind of fix it up. Well, okay, I'm going to come over. Uh, you, know, you know, you guys know how you do it back then, you know. Some of you still doing it now, you know. Okay, hey, I'll be over there at 4 o'clock or whatever. So I'm just being real, okay. You guys getting to know a little bit about me, all right. Um, so I go over, I'm walking, and right down the street, you know, I'm like, I could see her house, and I see her like pull up in a car and uh another guy got out and uh she got out with him and then i saw him kiss i'm like that was heartbreaking that was heartbreaking so i'm like i turned around and and walked back to my house i'm like so that was my first first heartbreak that might have happened my sophomore uh year in school but i'm like man to see someone who you thought you guys liked each other I'm like, yeah, that was my first heartbreak. So, again, you guys, I'm more than a Super Bowl champion, all right? I am a human being. I am a realistic uh, person, a real person. So that was my first heartbreak, and that was what happened. Who wants to share their first heartbreak? All right, flash your mic if you would like to share your first heartbreak. If not, I will give mine, and then we will move on. Okay, I don't see any flashes. Oh, Marilyn, go ahead. John Cassidy didn't return my call. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got All right. Yeah, so something. my first, my first heartbreak was um, when my dad died in uh, 2008. I was in Germany, uh, in the military in Germany, and um, he, I got the call for my brother saying that uh, you know I needed to try and get home really fast because it wasn't looking good. And, uh, you know, got approved to leave the very next day, but I did not make it in time to tell him goodbye. And so that was my first heartbreak. And before, you know, before all of that happened, um, I guess I got so busy, but I kept telling myself, I got to call daddy. I got to call daddy. I got to call daddy. And then it was like a week or two weeks. And then that happened. So that was my first heartbreak. And um, when he died and it, it still, you know, hurts to this day that I did not get to tell him bye. Um, so just for everybody in the room, when something is tugging on you really like hard, it's, it was really tugging on me to call and I didn't call and that happened. So when it's tugging on you like that, go ahead and make sure you do it. So that was my first heartbreak. Mm. Sorry to hear that, Christina. All right. Well, I know we're coming down to the bottom of the hour, and uh, I'm gonna leave this last, this one last question. All right. Maybe we can get to an, uh, another one, depending on you know if anybody answers or not. If nobody answers, then I'm just gonna roll and keep rolling. Uh, keep rolling. Uh, that was one of my things I kind of like told myself growing up. I kind of established my own like principles, and my one of my principles uh, uh, were uh, was. If you can't, if you don't roll with me, I'm gonna roll over you because I can't let you stop me. So uh, not only don't forget where you come from, but if you can't roll with me, if you can't run with me, then I'm gonna run over you, okay? Uh, just like a running back. If the offensive lineman get in the way, man, look at here, I'm putting my cleats on your back, all right? Pushing you out the way, get out my way, you're slowing me up. Um, okay, um, so where do you want to be 10 years from now? Okay, where do you want to be 10 years from now? Okay, me, 
where do I want to be 10 years from now? I want to be watching my kids utilize uh, and, and, and basically excelling in the wisdom that I taught them that was taught to me and how they are utilizing that information to not only help themselves, but to help other people as, as well. So um, I just want to be able to 10 years from now, just say, hey, you know what? Well done. Well done. Because again, we're talking about the school of life and I don't want to see them have to repeat something that I've already graduated from. Okay. And I want to be able to give them instructions so that 10 years from now, their life would be totally better. And I think if we all do that, then everybody, this, this world would be better. Okay, get rid of the hatred, get rid of, of, of the selfishness, get rid of all this negativity. And 10 years from now, let's look back and say, hey, you know what? Well done. And we leave the world in a better place than we received it. So that's what I see for myself 10 years from now. So again, the question, where do you want to be 10 years from now? Or what would you want to see happen 10 years from now? All right, wrapping it up, who we got? I think... Christina, we'll just leave it to you. We're, we're already <laughs> at the bottom of the hour, so you can answer it and close it out. All right, all right. So 10 years from now, I would like to be living in my dream home. Um, not retired, retired, still working, uh, still working, still doing what I want to do, not working for somebody else. And then still helping, uh, helping the youth and young adults, uh, you know, helping them uh, have a successful life, help them, you know, learn healthy habits and just helping them overall to be a successful in life and, and um, learning how to help others and different principles in life. So, um, and then also my, my kids. So want to be, want to make sure that I want to see them live a successful life as well. So that's where I want to be 10 years from now. Well, that is it. That is it. I appreciate it. Everybody appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in and you know what, go out there and work that thing and uh, yeah, work at 100 and go get what you want. Be a better you. Find out what you can do and know what you have and go work that thing. That is it for Tyrone. I am done disconnecting. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.